people, what's up? Thank you for checking us out, Real Not Rude. Don't forget that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Real Not Rude and on Instagram under Keep It Real Not Rude. Also, we are on all the platforms. Our podcast is on Amazon as well as Audibles. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, and of course, Spotify Podcasts. Please, you guys, follow us on social media, like, share, engage, you know, follow us, please, so that our audience can grow and pass the word. In addition, we also still do our shows where we have the discussions on relationships, friendships, situationships, whatever. And if you would like to be a part of that, definitely shoot us an email. All you need to join is your email address and your name and only your first name or even a nickname. Drop us a discussion that you would like to go over and we will definitely get back to you and let you know if it's something we can include. That's at keepitrealnotrude at gmail.com. Once again, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Be safe and check us out. up I'm back real not rude back with another when friends go wrong so today I have a twofer for you again and that is because both of these incidents are revolving the same thing which sadly it is video games now today one of them is very very short like the shortest I have ever done so hopefully the time will be made up by combining the two so let's jump into it the first offender's name is Jaquez Rashad McCormick. And the victim's name is Jamad Aki Quinn. Now, when this took place, Jaquez was only 19 years old. And so this was spring break, April 11, 2021. Jaquez and Jamad were traveling and meeting some of their friends during the spring break at the Legacy Inn Hotel on Canal Road in Gulfport. So, Jaquez and Jamad spent uh, several hours in the hotel room socializing and playing video games. But later that evening, around 9 p.m., they got into this heated argument over a video game. And this led to them going outside to fight in the parking lot. Now, during during that fight, according to witnesses, Jaquez pulls a handgun from his waistband and shoots Jamad once in the chest. So, Jaquez flees the scene, and then he gets picked up later on by his girlfriend, and she drives him to his father's home in Jasper County. So, of course, they're searching for him. And so the following day, they find him in Jasper County at his dad's house, and they arrest him. Now, during the court proceedings, Jaquez says that he only pulled out his gun when he saw a witness pull out their weapon. Now, Let's stop for a moment, because I guess that's the only thing he could come up with, and it makes zero sense. If you see witnesses pull out their weapon, then you would want to point your gun at them, because they are the one that is the threat. But you took out your gun and had it out, and you shot your friend. So, makes zero sense. But... Anyway, there were three eyewitnesses, and they said that none of them had a gun. There were no guns that were recovered from any of them, 
by the investigators. There were no guns in the hotel rooms and there were no guns on the scene. So the judge made a very powerful statement that is very uh, relevant to today, actually. He said, I will never understand how arguments over matters as trivial as a video game lead to someone pulling a gun and taking a life. But we see it occurring far too often. And yes, we do, because that is why we have two cases about the exact same thing today. And he also said, we hope this conviction and sentence helps bring closure to the Quinn family and reminds young people of the permanent consequences of a split second decision to settle an argument with a gun or any type of violence, honestly, to me, like not just a gun, a knife, a beating, any weapon at all any violence to settle an argument. So we know that Jaquez pled guilty to second degree murder and he was sentenced to 25 years in prison. In addition, that's followed by five years of post-release supervision, which means probation. Um, he did apologize in court to the family. It's very sad. He will spend the better half of his adult life in prison over something that he did at 19. And at 19, I always say this a lot, but you are underdeveloped. You you do know right from wrong, but your impulses and your decision-making are still altered. And so it's very sad that it was something that extreme. Now, there's more to think about in addition to him having that impulse and doing that. And that is the question, why did he have a gun in his waistband at 19 years old? But that's neither here or there. It's very sad, his conviction, and that this happened. But at the same time, he will still have some life to live. Jamad will never have any more life to live, nor will his family ever be able to see him again. Very sad story. But anyway, the next story, the victim's name in the next story is Andrew Dixon, and the offender's name is Joshua Spellman. Now, Andrew and Joshua and a third friend named Rob were playing Diablo 2 on an online gaming platform. Now, both Joshua and Andrew lived on Joshua's parents' property. And so they were playing this game from separate dwellings on that property. So the three of the friends communicated via headset. You know how you could talk to even strangers on those games through the headset. So definitely you could play with your friends, right? So... Joshua said that Andrew became upset after a random player entered the game and stole a valuable piece of loot that the trio hadn't been able to collect. So the game should have been password protected, but it wasn't. So Joshua said that Andrew started yelling, name calling, and cursing at him. He said that Andrew's rant went on for like three to five minutes. So he started getting upset with Andrew and told him, you need to calm down or you're going to get shot. I mean, come on. Who does that? Who says that? But anyway, Joshua then took his gun, left his bunkhouse to go to the main house. While walking between the houses, he fires around into the air. So I guess that's his warning shot so that Andrew can hear it. I don't know. So then Joshua enters the main house with the gun in his hand. Now he was talking to his dad when Andrew came inside also. 
He says that Andrew verbally confronted him about him threatening to shoot him. So then he says that Andrew ends up closing the distance between them. So basically, I guess he gets up in his face, and when he gets in his face, he shoots him. So the investigators ask Joshua if he had to retrieve his gun before shooting him. And so Joshua says, yeah, it was by the computer. And so they said, well, why would you have a pistol next to your computer? And he said, why not? This is America. So when he answers the follow-up questions, in addition to those questions, he says that Andrew was often upset and volatile, but that he had never been violent towards him. So I don't know why he offered that, because that doesn't help him, because you killed him. So he's been upset, and you're used to this. And you could have uh, made the choice to just disconnect yourself from the game when he started screaming and hollering. You know his history. It said that they were friends for 26 years. You killed your friend over a game for, after being friends with him for 26 years. So, as you know, because I just said it, Andrew died. He suffered a gunshot wound to the torso, and he was taken to the hospital and underwent surgery, but he died later from his injuries. Now, the bail was set because he was going to be charged on second-degree murder, Joshua. So the bail was set or requested to be set by the prosecutor for $2 million. But they argued, the defense, that it was a, a minor incident, and so they didn't think that that was high enough because, I mean, that was, they, did, they thought it was too high because they said, that Joshua had never been in trouble before. But the prosecution argued, yeah, it was a minor incident and somebody got shot and killed, which I totally agree with them. Because if that's your friend for 26 years and it's something minor like a video game and you shoot and kill them, then what would you do to a stranger that you have no relationship with over something that's far less important? So, when they heard, well, when Joshua heard them going back and forth trying to negotiate this bill, the jurors said that they could hear Joshua um, saying, like, under his breath, oh, my gosh, in response to the prosecution's bail request. So his defense asked for 200000 but the judge also had concerns, and they said it for 750000 this, oh man, this man is 36 years old when he did this. So when I think about the other case with Jacquez, he was 19, right? And he had a lot of learning and conflict resolution learning and all that to do later on in life. Unfortunately, he will have to learn that behind bars. But this man, he was 36, so he just never learned it, honestly, and just, I mean, this is crazy. And then he was so nonchalant about the gun. Why not? This is America. You know, you killed someone. Like, you need to, you, I would have been like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have. That was stupid. I shouldn't have had the gun right there. But no, you've killed your friend 26 years because they irritated you because they were screaming and hollering. 
and talk about when friends go wrong. You cannot go more wrong than this. I really feel bad for, I always feel bad for everyone involved, even the criminal, because in a lot of the cases, just in my opinion, some of them, now some of them people are just that way. They are just intent on wrongdoing and bad things. But some of them, it seems like it was a situation where it was just a lack of just thinking. And I don't think that they would have done that besides this rage of emotions, you know. And I'm not saying it makes it okay. But cases like this, it's sad. And it's just stupid. Like, 36 years old, and this is how you've not learned to handle your emotions? I mean, he has probably done a lot of things or handled things incorrectly for quite some time, but just never to this degree, which is why he has no criminal history. But he has probably never handled things well. Anyway, this is another episode of When Friends Go Wrong, and that is your twofer. Thank you guys for checking me out. Be safe, and we will talk soon. Thank <laughs> you.